Episode 48, the variables that affect the succession decision of a business owner. Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. Welcome back, Succession Seekers. In today's episode, I'm answering a question from Mark in Henrico, Virginia. And really, this question, what variables would determine the succession decision is, it really comes down to two parts. First one is do it or not. So do I want to exit my business or have someone succeed me in my business or not? That's the first question. And there are three aspects that I found to answering this question. The first one is, is there anything more compelling for you to do than what you're doing right now, which would prompt you to actually make that change? The second one is, do you still enjoy what you're doing or you don't enjoy it? You're bored of it, but you're a creature of habit. And the only way for you to move on is to force yourself. So you would have to exit the business in order to force yourself to do something else, but you don't yet know what it is. All you know is that you're bored of what you're doing right now. And the third situation is when you can't do it anymore for some reasons, maybe the business is declining, it has no future, it is making losses, it cannot be sold or it can be sold and you just want to get out of it or you're just tired of running the business, you're burnt out or you have ill health and you can't afford to run the business anymore or you can't, you're not able to run the business or you just hate the lifestyle, you hate working so hard, you hate being tied to your business, not being able to travel, being able to spend time with family. So that's the third third situation. Now, in terms of timing, there are other aspects that come into play. So the first one is, what is your number? Do you have a number? Do you have a magic number that you have to hit in order for you to feel that your business is successful, you created the value that you wanted to create, and then you want to move on? And there are many people, but many more that don't have it, that many more people who have it, they have a number. They know that they have to grow their business to $5 million because that's going to give them the NASDAQ for their retirement that they are looking for. And they are just want to hit that number. They want to build the business to achieve the $5 million value. And then they want to sell the business and do something else. So do you have a number? That number can catalyze your timing provided that your number doesn't change because sometimes the number changes. When people get to the $5 million, they you know, eating creates the appetite. They want to get to 20 million and then they just carry on. But in most cases, people have a number and when they hit that number, their basically their timing is right and they can move on. The other way to look at this is to get the best possible price for the business. And how do you get the best possible price? Basically, you build it up to as valuable as possible in a reasonable amount of time. You build it to the point when you are not able to dramatically grow the value of the business anymore. You can still marginally grow it perhaps, or or you see that you're almost over the hill and then you decide to go and get the biggest number you can get. You hire an investment bank, they run a process, you groom your business, you make sure that there is independent management there, you make sure that that there are processes, that your trademarks are patented. Basically, you take care of the business being in in a tip-top shape for you to sell it. You build it up to the biggest number you could. And then you basically, you bring in an investment bank and help them run the process and find the most motivated buyer and sell it for that price. So that's the second way 
to control timing. The third way is when your decision is driven by legacy. So your most important aspect is that you want to create a legacy with your business. That's basically a work of art that you have created and you want it to create that legacy. And and what the legacy is going to be, it depends on your personality. But for some people, legacy is to leave the business in good hands. And those hands can be the hands of your associates, but most often the hands of an investor who will take good care of the business, will grow the business, will create new markets for the business, perhaps keep the name of the business running. So if your name that's on your business and the buyer agrees to perpetuate that name, that can be a good enough reason. Or you just want to exit on the top. You want to be like that athlete who is number one and they retire and then they retire as number one. Maybe you want to do the same thing and your legacy is going to be that you exit on the top. The fourth way to look at this timing issue is to basically put your people in the best position. So for some people, the best timing is when the people that they have worked with in the business and then who they have groomed in the business and brought up in the business that they will have the best possible opportunities. So how you create the best possible opportunity for your people is it could be that you find a strategic buyer who will provide career opportunities for them and growth opportunities. They will keep growing the business and that will create tremendous opportunities for your people. That can be one way of looking at putting your people in center. The other way could be to create an ESOP, an employee stock option program, and let your employees buy you out and then they carry on running the business. It's going to be an employee-owned company. And hopefully it's going to stay like that for a long time. Employee-owned companies are hard to sell. So that kind of freezes the situation for that company. It will probably not be very fast growing, which most ESOPs are not fast growing, but it can be an enduring organization. And there are examples of ESOP companies that are, are really successful. The fifth aspect that can drive timing is, is an unforeseen event. So, you know, you can have a buyer knock on your door with an irresistible offer, and that's going to be a one-off event, and you might find that it's too risky to say no, or it's too attractive to say no to, and you will just say, okay, whenever they come knocking, is the time for me to sell, and I just sell. So that's the most frequent, unfortunate event that triggers the sale, or the exit, or the succession. Some others that we mentioned before, ill health, you know, I had a client who had a cancer scare and they had to go under the knife and he decided that he wanted to sell his business so that something goes wrong with him. His family will not have to carry the burden of selling the business, trying to find a successor for them. So they did it and sold the business and, and then they recovered and they are enjoying a wonderful retirement right now. Or the unforeseen event can be a divorce when you're forced to pay out your, your spouse and you have to sell the business in order to create the cash for that. Or it can be a market disruption. It could be that Uber comes to your market and the writing is on the wall and you have to sell your business. It can also be a political risk increase in the economy. Let's say the socialists take over and they start nationalizing businesses and you know that your business is going to be taken away or its value is going to diminish in the new regime and you just sell your business. So these things happen, and it happened to me. It was a combination of a market change and the political change, and I decided to sell my business, and I think my timing was right. But that's something that can 
drive your timing. So to recap, what are the variables that affect the succession decision? First one, do it or not do it, obviously. And the second one is timing. So these are the things that we discussed today. If you liked what you heard, please rate us on iTunes. And if you would like your question to be answered in a future episode, then please tweet to hashtag AskSuccessionSteve or send me an email at steve at entrepcoaches.com, E-N-T-R-E-P coaches.com. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate your interest. And I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets Podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archive podcasts and transcripts and IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.